0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the 48th installment of The Educated Fan. My name is Brandon, and I am joined here by your co-host, my best friend, Andrew Moore. Uh, Apparently, my fiance's siblings uh, have noticed since our recent following of each other on Instagram uh, my constant posts of our podcast, which apparently led to my future sibling-in-laws, to uh, who, who, by the way, are in junior high and high school, uh, to go listen to some of our show. And the other day, they're on the phone FaceTiming us, and one of them said, Hi, hey, hello, and I was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> they were teasing me, <laughs> as they always do.
1: That's the intro. Uh, you always say that you need to think of a of an outstanding intro, but I I like hi, hey, hello. I think our listeners like a, a nice gentle greeting to the to the podcast
0: better than the original. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Uh um, yep. But I'll tell you what, high contender is will slap my ass and call me Betsy, <laughs> <laughs> and I stand by that intro.
1: <laughs> my dad, uh, my dad liked that intro. So Did he? That was that one. That one got got a la- got a laugh out of Darwin. Yeah, I appreciate uh, that, Darwin. First of all, I mean, you're listening to this probably on Thursday, hopefully. Thursday morning happy, bef- happy, while you're getting ready to eat that turkey. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're enjoying a meal with your family. Um, If you can't because of COVID reasons, um, hopefully you're enjoying a day off. I, I have to work on Thanksgiving. So usually it's you working and I'm the one that's enjoying to, football. I'll be yeah, working. Gonna be the football. other way around. But I will be at Lucas Oil Stadium on Sunday, and it's gonna be a not. good one. Um, <sighs> it's it's the second time in 17 days that the Indianapolis Colts are playing the Tennessee Titans, and and boy, we I say this every episode, but there was some big news that came out today, so we got a lot to talk about. Uh, this game definitely got more interesting, uh, definitely got harder for the Indianapolis Colts, and we'll get into that. But it's this one's for the division. It's if the Colts win, they really take a commanding pretty much two game lead in the division. Um, it'll be one game in the loss column, but then we've got the tiebreaker over Tennessee. And if, if Tennessee is able to pull it off, Tennessee will take the outright lead and, and that wipes out the Colts tiebreaker. So this is this is a huge game, probably the most important game for the Colts all season in regards to the playoffs. So they're going to have to bring their a game. Um, whoever does suit up on on Sunday uh, but I think the Colts will be ready. This 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 team is focused. They they have matured from the past couple of years, and I don't think they're just going to ride the momentum. Let's get after it for the throne, for the throne, for the throne. Um, let's let's
0: get right on into it as usual. We start by giving you some odds for the game. I imagine this has changed, but I don't. I, I thought it would have changed given the recent news let's let's quit tiptoeing around it the injury report today is large okay that, it's it's large
1: that but deforest buckner was placed on the reserve COVID 19 list today that doesn't necessarily mean that he's out for Sunday because that's that's really all the information we've been given that he was placed on that list. That could mean that he is a high close contact. That could mean that he tested positive. We don't know yet. The Colts didn't, didn't release anything. Nothing official. Yeah. So if he is just a high risk close contact, that means it would be five days of negative tests from when he was... Deemed First exposed as the high risk. Yep. So if if that was yesterday, the five days would be Saturday. He'd be able to play Sunday. If the high risk was determined today, but doesn't look like he'd be playing. Um. And and Danico Autry is still on the reserve COVID list too. Right. He theoretically, if DeForest missed and everyone else was healthy, he play. I mean, he be, he's been the Colts' three technique the past two years. He would probably step into that role. And, and right now there's, there's no guarantee he plays on Sunday. He's still on the, on the COVID list as well. So the Colts could be without their, their top three, three techniques. Um, and, and that's a huge blow to this, this Colts defense, Uh, DeForest Buckner has been an absolute game changer, culture changer on this defense. And, and he's one of the, the top two guys easily that make the, has the biggest impact on this defense. So if, if we can't have him suit up Sunday, uh, against the leading rusher in the NFL going to be a real tough task for the Indianapolis Colts.
0: I agree with you. The line now Colts favored still uh they're giving the Titans 3 points um plus 148 money line for Tennessee, minus 167 for the Colts. The over under is set at 52 and a half. Honestly, if 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 we're missing too much on the defense, I'm telling you
1: hammer that over. Yeah. I mean, not that, a bad line. It went over that I'm pretty Thursday sure Thursday night. Well, it sure, I think it did. It was, it was 34-17, so that would put it at about 51. So about 5:30. <laughs> about 5:30. Vegas knows what they're talking about. So yeah, it's and, and let's. I mean, let's get right into it. The defense is going to be the main vocal point. That this is what it was when the last time they played Tennessee. Tennessee, we're going to have to stop the run. Derrick Henry went for 100 yards last time, but but we talked about it. It was more in, in little chunks. It was like a few yards here, a few yards there. We didn't let Derrick Henry rip off a 40, 50, 60-yard run that just no. completely demoralizes the defense.
0: Never hit full speed.
1: Right. And, and, I mean, that was a lot of DeForest Buckner taking on blocks. Grover Stewart played a great game in Tennessee. So, I mean, Grover Stewart's still so probably going to be out there. The, and and I think the Colts, really what they need to focus on is not only containing Derrick Henry, but what hurt the defense the most was was the bootlegs from Ryan Tannehill. I mean, if you remember that first drive against Tennessee, I mean, Tannehill would just play action fake to Henry, get a boot, get out on the outside the pocket, and was able to deliver strikes right down the field. And you saw Aaron Rodgers do that this weekend against against this Colts defense. And, and it, I think it's a trend where defensive coordinator or offensive coordinators, I should say, are going to try to use the Colts' speed on defense and the Colts' pursuit on defense against them because mm-hmm. the Colts like to get all guys to the ball. You use these play action fakes going one way, quarterback just does a bootleg the other way, gets outside the pocket. It's going to eliminate your, some of the guys out of the play completely. So that's, I mean, that's my number one thing to be watching for on Sunday. Well, we're going to need, uh, excuse me, we're going to need our defensive ends to at that edge like
0: they did in the second half against Tennessee I remember was it Autry or was it uh other side of the yeah it must have been Autry Autry. yeah Autry I mean he he was ready for those bootlegs in the second half we couldn't it didn't feel like we got the same hang on Aaron Rodgers um maybe it just felt like maybe it was because they just didn't touch the ball in the second half it felt like but um I mean it was an obvious adjustment you know, containing those bootlegs and those play actions in the second half of the first game against Tennessee, um, but if if we're if we're missing, you know, this long list of players that didn't practice today, and it's it's only Wednesday, okay? Mm-hmm. If we're missing all these players, I mean, that's going to be key. Is is come is starting fast, not just you know not just going, oh, you know, that first half, we're going to be okay. And then the second half, we're going to let Matt e- Eberflus make these adjustments that save the game. I mean, we can't have a slow start uh, against this Tennessee team who picked up a little bit of steam again last week against the New York, or the New York, the Baltimore Ravens.
1: Yeah, and and the injury, the injury report today was long. I think uh, I don't want to put too much stock into it. Yes, it's something to monitor. But it is, like you said, it is Wednesday. The Colts have tomorrow off for Thanksgiving, so they won't even be practicing tomorrow. Uh, And I think it's just a a day that, I mean, guys are a little bit banged up. The Colts are going to be cautious. Let these guys get an extra day of rest. Why not? I mean, one day of practice on a Wednesday isn't really going to affect things too much, especially with a team like the Colts. So I I very much could see most of these guys being back on Friday. Um, We'll just have to see. But... You're absolutely right. It's gonna be it's gonna be a team effort on defense, especially if we have a guy like DeForest Buckner out. Uh, Justin Houston and, and Danico Autry were were keys in that game against Tennessee. And hopefully, if Danico Autry can come back, that's another one of our starting ends. Uh, but there's another guy that we didn't have against Tennessee, and that's Kamoko Toure. Kamoko Toure. He only played about. I think he only played a few snaps last week. Obviously, because he's still trying to get his legs underneath him. But he's going to play more this week. And, and in those in those snaps that he did have, I think he had a pass rush win weight win weight win rate of around twenty five percent, which is pretty damn good. Damn good. So if the the more volume that he starts to get, the more he starts to get his legs underneath him. He'll be out there. He'll be able to. He should be able to put some pressure on Ryan Tannehill, and, and that will certainly help as well. Hey, I know this is
0: completely off topic, but did you see the new stat? at uh, the new note I added to the folder. Another fun little Aaron Rodgers stat that uh, Mike Florio blessed me with this morning. Go ahead and throw it in. Aaron Rodgers ninety five and two against the entire NFL except for the Colts when leading by fourteen. Ninety five and two in his career against the NFL in games where he's led by 14. Against the Colts, Aaron Rodgers is one and two against Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers against the Colts with a lead of 14. The Colts have just as many wins against Aaron Rodgers when trailing by 14 as the rest of the NFL combined.
1: Yeah. Out of three
0: games compared to 97.
1: You can thank Andrew Luck for that. You can thank Reggie Wayne for that. <laughs> Reggie you Wayne, that game, dude. You can thank uh, this this dominant Colts defense. You can thank Old Man Rivers. Uh, it's it's pretty incredible. Matt Eberflus. It, Matt Eberflus. It was just a total team effort, okay. and such a great win on Sunday. Anyway, what, what Andrew? What do we have to talk about this week? Um,
0: you know, given that we just played. Tennessee two weeks ago what aside obviously we've got the injury list to go through and that's probably going to take up the bulk of our conversation when in regards to the Colts but what's different this week compared to the Thursday night where we laid an ass whooping on the Tennessee Titans
1: well I think I think Tennessee is getting healthier Um, I think they're going to have a Dory Jackson back I think they're going to have Adam Humphreys back uh, it looks like Isaiah Wynn it will be back for the Titans so they're getting uh, some guys that that play some some pretty good roles for them back. I also think that that while while we just played them these these teams are going to make adjustments. The the Tennessee Titans I think especially we can transition into into our offense versus their defense. The Tennessee Titans aren't going to let Naheem Hines go off for over 100 yards and mm-hmm. and a couple scores this game. There, the the game plan shift for that Titans defense is going to be on making sure Naheem Hines is covered, making sure that he's a priority for them um, so that that will open up Jonathan Taylor, who who was a no-show and really didn't re- have too much run against Tennessee. It uh, could open up for Jordan Wilkins. Uh, now Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr. had his first big game of the year against Tennessee. Are they going to start putting more attention towards him, especially after another big performance this past week against the green Bay Packers, or are they going to kind of do the same thing where they should have most of the focus over to a T Y Hilton and it leaves the middle of the field open for, for a, a Michael Pittman jr. Or a Jack Doyle, um, uh, uh which Jack Doyle, Jack Doyle wasn't in the game against Tennessee. He was still out with the concussion that True. he was, uh, had against the Ravens. So, Oh,
0: you mean that really, really dirty hit? Did Jack Doyle took- a
1: suspension just a fine. Did it get a flag? No. I didn't think so. That's right. Okay. Hmm. But so yeah, it's it's gonna be different game plans from each side of the team. And and you know who knows? Uh, maybe, maybe this week is when is when we see a TY Hilton old fashioned AFC South game, or it may be next week against against Houston, because we all know TY Hilton is the co owner of the in Houston Houston? Texans. Uh it is it is in Houston. Go ahead and next put
0: TY on your uh fantasy team.
1: There we go. But uh, so it's, these teams are going to adjust, especially with such a high profile game. And really both these teams know that this game very well could decide the division. Uh, It's, it's going to be on both offenses uh, to, to really adjust. We need to hopefully that help or think that Phillip rivers can keep this going and not revert back to the Phillip rivers. We saw at the beginning of the year where he was forced in throws where he was making ill-advised decisions and, and resulting in turnovers. So we got to, we got to hope that, that, that we get the good Phillip rivers. I should say that we've seen the past few weeks and, and really it's, it's just going to have to come down to who's going to make a play. The Colts are seed, especially the past few weeks. We have some playmakers on this team and and it's going to be them stepping up once again against the Titans defense that we know is vulnerable not only mm-hmm. in the running game um but as as well as as getting shots towards the middle of the field and and really converting
0: um and you mentioned Hines who pretty much dominated last week uh is there anybody that stands out to you that could be the difference maker maybe just the running which running back i mean we got three of them are we going to get Jonathan Taylor cooking again this
1: week it very well could be it's, it's whoever's going to have the hot hand. That's the guy that's going to get the most touches. And I think the key for, for our offense this week is you remember against Tennessee, how aggressive we were and how, how bad the Colts were in on third and short, how many of those situations where where in third and short, we just could not get the ball going. And, and that I think is what led to a lot of the fourth down tries from, from Frank Reich is while he wanted to stay aggressive. We just weren't converting those third downs that we should have in the first place. Now, one thing you could see that could change with that is we we saw it last week against Green Bay is those short yardage situations. That's where you could see Jacoby Brissett and that package for Jacoby Brissett mm-hmm. come come into effect where he comes in to either run some read options, do some QB sneaks, but also there's the threat. Maybe even throw the ball. Jacoby could throw the ball. Frank Reich has said that the entire playbook is open to Jacoby. And, and we talked about it a couple of days ago. He's been in this offense for three years now. It's not like he's just learning the offense or he can't do anything. It's the same damn offense he's been running the past two years. And, and last year when he was a starter for this team. Right. So so everything is open in those situations. It just gives the Colts more options. So you could definitely see that. And I think Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni will definitely implement that into their game plan again this week. But so be on the lookout for Jacoby Brissett. T Y Hilton seems like he's getting back into more of a groove. Him and Phillip rivers are clicking. I mean, obviously Michael Pittman jr. And, and you can never forget about Alley Cox too. Molly Cox has had a, a couple bad games recently, or I really even shouldn't say bad games. He just hasn't really been the main focus. Right. But, but when you have someone that athletic and and someone that can make plays vertically down the field, he's always a threat to have another big game. So, and it just kind of speaks to the multi multiplicity of this Colts offense. the variety of playmakers that they have and they can get the ball to
0: let's dig into the injuries before we go into the predictions um I, i can just go ahead and list them off and if you want to talk about one of these or jump in obviously there's a couple more important ones that we're going to talk about a little more at length here uh let's start it out here with safety julian blackman defensive player defensive rookie of the year uh illness did not practice today defensive end justin houston not injury related did not practice today so
1: with with justin houston i think it's not injury related that's that's directly related to deforest buckner being put on the COVID 19 list it's probably they just want to make sure he's not a close contact to deforest buckner as well Uh um so that's that's what i'm thinking that was for and with Julian Blackman with his illness and, and Rocky sin was out with uh, with an illness too. anytime this year, if you see a guy with an illness, they're going to miss practice and they're going to make sure that it's, it's not COVID related and kind of keep them isolated from the team.
0: Right now here are the ones that we might need to worry about center. Ryan Kelly neck did not practice guard. Quentin Nelson back ankle did not practice wasn't it a back injury earlier this year
1: he's he's had some some back issues throughout his career little tweaks here and there but I mean he's always played through them they've never been really anything serious again with with some of these it's it's Wednesday. The, the guys yep. are banged up after a tough game against the the Green Bay Packers. It very well could be that, that Frank Reich is just given them an extra day to rest because I mean that's that's what happened with with Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers was out with his toe injury. He spoke with the media today and says he feels a lot better, but they're they're just going to give it an extra day to to kind of feel better. The Colts, like like I said, they don't practice tomorrow, so Friday is going to yep. be the big indicator that that injury report. And hey, True. this is a good this is. This is why you should follow us on social media so you can get this this news right away with our with my breakdown analysis on Twitter. Yeah. Um of all day, all, every day it's updated. At the educated fan. That's at T H E E H D U C A T E D F A N. Andrew Moore. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong blue button. Uh there we go. social media plug. Yeah. I like the
0: plug. And you, you you do it all day, every day, you would say?
1: When I can.
0: All day, between. every day, I think, is what you're trying to tell the people.
1: Trying to, anyway. Trying oh, to yeah. Man, that's updated. interesting.
0: Uh, <laughs> linebacker Bobby Okariki, ankle, did not practice. Wide receiver Zach Pascal knee, foot, did not practice. Andrew mentioned White, uh, Phillip Rivers. Safety, Kari Willis, who's been playing phenomenal football. Ribs, shoulder, did not practice. Mentioned Rocky Sin, cornerback Isaiah Rogers, mostly our kick return man, knee, full practice. Braden Smith, thumb, full practice. Noah Taggiai. Noah Taggiai. Yeah, that's what I said. Knee,
1: full practice. (laughs) Linebacker, Anthony Walker, ribs, full practice. So it's good to see Braden Smith out there at the full practice. I mean, it, it looks like they his thumb is starting to get better, and and they've got it now in a sp- in a spot where he can go out there and use his hands fully without it either being risk of a re injury or getting hurt. So, um, that that's at least some good news. Like you said, Kari Willis. I mean, we're definitely something to watch with our another young safety, um, but we'll just have to see. Again, it's early. It's Wednesday. When the injury report comes out on Friday, that's that's going to be the big one. And Frank Reich always talks to the media Friday afternoon, kind of giving the specifics. So we'll have to definitely keep an eye on that for this huge game.
0: Kari Willis has definitely won some competitions with his uh, teammates over who's getting to the ball first. A that couple games a this bullet. couple games this year, he's he's been on the ball. Uh, you talked about Phil. Um, you know, didn't practice today. Going to be off tomorrow you know so hopefully that's good news for Friday Saturday but playing it safe uh wide receiver Ashton Doolin knee is designated a return from IR this week that's good news he's one of our
1: one of our best gunners on on special teams and and he's a guy that you can use in gadget plays kind of like the um the role that DeMichael Harris has been the past few weeks so it's good to have Ashton Doolin back
0: all right other news defensive tackle DeForest Buckner Placed on the reserve COVID list. Mention that. Danico Autry. Mention him. Special teams coordinator. 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 Bubba Venturone will be back in the building soon and on the sidelines on Sunday after he missed last Sunday's game against the Packers due to COVID-19 related issues. Now.
1: That's one hell of a name. I love Bubba Venturone. Bubba
0: Venturone. Great name. Great game. Probably great guy.
1: With a name like Bubba. I got it. I got a story for about Bubba. So apparently, this dude, this dude, he did play in the NFL, and he he was one hell of a special teams player. Obviously, a special teams coordinator. Apparently, when he there when the Colts are breaking down film of their special teams, Bubba Ventron likes to put his own clips of his own highlight in their film breakdown. <laughs> that mean that that dude is just he's one of a kind, and the, just, and the players just love quick humble too. brag, little humble brag there about hey. I, I was pretty good on special teams myself.
0: You were prediction time. You were good at special teams.
1: No Bubba Ventrone.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was like, geez, Andrew, come on, bud. <laughs> um, <laughs> prediction time, Andrew. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah, uh, you're right. It is going to be tough. So you'd say what?
1: It's definitely Colts? not going to be by the 34, 17 equals by million. It's definitely not going to be the 34, 17 win in Tennessee. I'm going to go 28, 24 Indianapolis Colts. Colts. I still think the Colts get it done. The Colts are rolling uh, and I, and I have faith in this team to bounce back one name we didn't mention, but if, if, if Buckner can't go and Danico Autry can't go, it's Tyquan Lewis's time to shine. Tyquan Lewis will have to step into that three technique. He's been great. The Colts have moved him around the line a lot he in the three technique spot at defensive end this year. It's going to be his time to shine. It's going to be time for him to show that, I mean, he's had a great season, but the Colts are going to need Taquan Lewis more than ever, but I do go Colts 28, 24.
0: Well, Andrew, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think the Colts win. I think the Colts cover, uh, at home against Tennessee, they're not going to catch us sleeping. There's no way. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to say with all the injuries and, You know, DeForest Buckner possibly with COVID, but in the words of the great wise Mike Tomlin,
1: we do not care.
0: (laughs) We do not care. We do not care. I'm gonna go. You know what? 34-17 Colts.
1: 34-17 again.
0: The repeat. And T.Y. Hilton scores a touchdown. Guarantee it.
1: Man, that would be put that in your pipe and smoke it. I mean it, it, the Colts very well might need a vintage TY Hilton game in order to pull this off because because of what's what's going on on the injury front and the COVID front. And, but and wouldn't it be it'd be the perfect time to have one of those games? All right. Go Colts. Moving along. Go Colts.
0: Games are in the league. Week eleven slated games we missed. Rams beat the Buccaneers 27-24, giving Andrew finally catching a game catching up a game on me. Um, I went seven and fourteen this week. Andrew went eight and fourteen. I am now seventy-one percent, one hundred and fourteen out of one sixty-one, while Andrew is one hundred and six out of one sixty-one. But
1: time I some ground on. You. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, I'd like to let you know I am still ranked one hundred and fifty-fourth after losing, I think, six or seven games this week. I had a tough week, and your boy's still in it. Out of fourteen was- million.
1: There was a lot of upsets this week. A lot of people picked how we did, and mm-hmm. obviously we only got 50% of it right. So, Still only five points behind the leader.
0: Just you got a quick, shot. I've got a shot. Um, speaking of Rams-Buccaneers, I mean, what is going on with the Buccaneers? They've won one primetime game this year out of, I think they've played five already, and that was against the Bears, and they barely won that one. Tom Brady Ben toast. Tom Brady bentos. What's that idiot's name? <laughs> Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock's a dumb piece of shit. That's <laughs> I like him. Period. I personally
1: like him. You hate him. But then again... You personally you like-, like
0: him for political reasons.
1: No. I, I think his, he just makes sense. He speaks truth most of the time. Some, I mean, I'm mean i sorry. Takes, have you heard
0: him speak? I mean, Let's not talk about his writing. Gonna be Let's 100%. not talk about his writing.
1: Have you heard him speak?
0: There's nothing clear and concise about the man. Okay. <laughs> Jesus,
1: fat piece hey, of shit. Hey, I don't like Mike Florio, and you do. So
0: you do like we, Mike Florio. I don't. You do. I don't You've at said all. No. before I like Mike Florio. I just hate Chris Sims.
1: I've said I can tolerate Mike Florio. I don't like him really. Uh,
0: Mike Florio. Here's why I value Mike Florio. One, he has a show that's all about football, and that's it. You know, I love the Pat McAfee show. I love some other sports shows. Barstool. You know, pardon my take. I like that stuff, but pro football talk is just pro football talk. That's why I like that show, okay? And Mike Florio, a former lawyer, has tons of good insight on the side of the game that I'm not as familiar with in regards to free agency and contracts and different rules on that side of the game. So that's what I enjoy it for mostly, okay? Now let's get into these games
1: this week, okay? Let's go. Then you got to deal with that idiot Chris Sims, though. You know that what? Makes, ruins it. Ruins it. Close personal friend of John Gruden.
0: Uh let's get it started. Lions versus Texans. We got a turkey day for you. Um You my, go first this time. My buddy's got me got me on a Lions kick this week. He, really? He's promising me. And, and maybe in my very my now two game Turkey Day parlay, might be seeing me pick the Lions.
1: Hmm. Interesting. The so Texans. Lions. I want to go with the Texans because I think Deshaun Watson won't be a match for the Detroit Lions. But the Texans already don't have any weapons, and they're going to be without Kenny Stills and Randall Cobb this week. So that just leaves Will Fuller and Kiki QT. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go Texans though. Lions I, are the underdog. Solely just because of Deshaun Watson. I have faith in him, and he's an unbelievable quarterback. That's the only reason, uh, and I think the Lions are a dumpster sure. fire.
0: Well, the Lions just got Kenny Galladay and uh, Mr. DeAndre Swift back, so...
1: Well, Lions also lost 20-0 to to a guy that couldn't stay on the Colts practice squad, so... Then PJ Walker.
0: And Matt Rule, though. Anywho, so moving along, Dallas Cowboys against Washington... Football team, uh, the Washington football team put on a somewhat impressive performance against the Bungles. However, they only beat the Bungles 20-9 to nine without Joe Burrow in the majority of the game. I'm going to go Dallas Cowboys. Andy Dalton was back last week. He's back this week. Zeke Elliott, uh, C.D. Lamb, catch of the year probably this past weekend. I'm going to let them go ahead and roll with that and get two wins in a row.
1: Yeah, I think Dallas wins this one as well. I just I don't have faith in the football team. I really don't. And and like you said, they they barely they beat the Bengals, but it was without Joe Burrow and I don't know, I just can't get behind the team. But and I think the Cowboys might start getting a little bit of momentum here, uh, especially with Andy Dalton back, that definitely helps.
0: Uh very special Turkey Day here. Do you, Andrew, do you know have you heard the turkey tale of why the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys always get to play on Thanksgiving? Do you know the story? Because I just learned it last year. Go ahead and tell the people. Just real quick. Basic quick breakdown. Years ago when they started playing games on Thanksgiving, the NFL saw Thanksgiving as a great opportunity to get tons of viewers. um, Basically prime time all day. Okay, So they offered up. They, want, they wanted teams to volunteer to play on Thanksgiving. The only two teams that volunteered, Detroit Lions, Dallas Cowboys. And ever since then, it's been a tradition that they always get a game because it turns out the NFL was right. Huge ratings on Thanksgiving. We love to watch football on Thanksgiving in this country. And so the NFL, because teams make money off these TV deals too, honors that tradition with the Lions and the Cowboys because they were the only ones that said, hey, we'll play. We'll do it. Now every other team wishes they were playing on Thanksgiving. Moving along,
1: pretty pretty cool story.
0: Oh, that's pretty neat. Um, <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Andrew, your turn to go first.
1: I'm picking the Raiders. Uh, they looked really good against Kansas City, and I, I mean, I th- think the Falcons are a better team. Now that uh, Dan Quinn's not there, but I think the Raiders are going to bounce back, and, and Derek Carr looked really good as well. So I think that'll continue. I don't even
0: think you can consider it bouncing back. I mean, they played a phenomenal game against the best team in football, in my opinion, and just came up a little bit short. But they beat that team this year as well. They're a lot better than their 6-4 and four record shows. Um, yeah, that, that's an easy win, I think, for the Raiders. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers versus the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. It's gonna be a cold, cold day for Justin Herbert. I believe the Buffalo Bills go to eight and three.
1: Yeah, it just seems like the Chargers always find ways to to lose games instead of win them. And I mean, if you listen to the show, you know I'm a huge fan of Justin Herbert, but Bills just have too much firepower. Yep, uh,
0: Cleveland Browns against our divisions, divisions. Jacksonville Jaguars, Cleveland Browns, um, seven and three. Let me say that again. The Cleveland Browns are 7-3, and three, and I think they're going to be 8-3.
1: and three. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I really skipped don't over see...
0: the Giants and the Bengals. We'll bounce back to that after Browns.
1: <laughs> I don't see the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Browns. Uh, I don't think they can stop the rushing attack. Mike Glennon's getting the start. Congrats to True. him. True.
0: I did tweet out uh, Mike Glennon's getting the start. Jags by a million, but that was an absolute joke. <laughs> I yeah, was it, I was kidding.
1: Browns are going to end up moving to, to 8 and 3.
0: I mean that's just a downgrade from Nick Foles. Right. <laughs>
1: um Giants going to
0: Cincinnati. I've got the Giants Danny Dimes against the Cincinnati Bengals who just lost their only good player.
1: Yeah, it's it I mean it sucks that Joe Burrow is at such a bad team. Terrible hit on him. Um, he's, he's supposed to be ready to go and and healed for next year, uh, start the year. So hopefully that all goes well for him. But yeah, giants are going to have giants are going to have the easy win here. I think because really the Bengals don't have anybody else. So
0: what do we disagree on so far? Just the first one. You got the Cowboys.
1: I I do have the Cowboys. Just the first game. Just the first Turkey
0: game. Well, we both picked the Colts already. Andrew, any chance in hell the Dolphins go to New York and lose?
1: (laughs) I mean, unless unless Tua plays terrible and starts throwing pick after pick, I, I don't see it. I, I can't remember Dolphins what the win. spread is on that. The Jets have looked better the past couple weeks, but I don't think they can beat the Dolphins.
0: I don't think so either, especially after a Dolphins loss. Unfortunately for the Jets, that's going to mean the Dolphins are going to be a focused football team. This next one's
1: tough. hmm
0: <laughs> I think the Panthers win. I don't, alive, if, I don't even know. I don't even know if Teddy's playing. Minnesota Vikings. The Teddy
1: even... is. I think he's questionable. They did rule Christian McCaffrey out. He was practicing this week, but he's ruled out. We do not care. Teddy Bridgewater looks like he should be uh, up and rolling. But if I pick the Panthers, they're going to lose. <laughs> you know they no, will. No,
0: no, 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 Andrew, you need I'm telling you all you got to do is listen to my pick on the Panthers.
1: So I'm picking I'm picking the Panthers because Adam Thielen is out with COVID. Kirk Cousins will lose another weapon and he needs all the weapons to ever be successful.
0: What what uh receiver do you think Kirk Cousins is going to panic and throw the ball to over and over and over and over and force the ball to over and over and over?
1: gonna have to be Justin Jefferson. So better pick if he's available, probably you not in your fantasy team uh teams, but go ahead and pick up Justin Jefferson because he'll be getting a hell of a lot of balls this week. Yeah.
0: Um I said Panthers already. Um next game, another toughie. Arizona Cardinals, New England Patriots. It depends on which Cardinals show up. It depends on which Patriots show up. I think if both bad patriot, I think if the bad Cardinals and the bad Patriots show up, the Cardinals win. I think if the good Cardinals or the good Patriots show up, Cardinals win. The problem is if the bad Cardinals show up and the good Patriots show up, I do think the Patriots then have a shot. But the Cardinals are the better team. I'm going to go with the Cardinals.
1: I'm going Cardinals as well. It's going to be one hell of a matchup watching DeAndre Hopkins go up against Stephon Gilmore. So if if Gilmore gets the better of that. Kyler Murray is going to have to look at other options. So, uh, but I think the, I I just, the Patriots defense has not been the Patriots defense this year. It's been a, a downgrade and I think Arizona will prevail.
0: Baltimore Ravens travel to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was supposed to be the primetime game Thursday night. It has been moved to uh, Sunday due to how many Ravens
1: testing positive? positive seven five, or nine, five players and four staff members, nine Ravens, for the Ravens. Uh,
0: so, so hammer the Steelers on whatever the spread is at the end of all this.
1: I think this yeah, I'm gonna go Steelers. It it's just now the Steelers were pissed because oh, yeah. now this now the Steelers not only got gypped out of their their bye week because all this stuff happened to Tennessee that week, but now they get gypped out of their mini bye week where they get an extra long weekend, we're supposed to be playing on Thursday, because the Ravens can't handle it. So there was a lot of very upset pittsburgh steelers voicing their displeasure on twitter and, and social media Well, and i'm
0: sure ownership's not too happy either because they just lost a primetime game um it's yeah steelers, gonna, steelers are gonna
1: win that game yeah it's still gonna be nationally televised because it, while well, it's moved to sunday afternoon it's still gonna be on nbc so they are still going to be it's still going to be oh, a yes we like
0: game. that okay um so steelers
1: i'm going steelers
0: yeah we like a lot a lot the same this week. Uh, Saints are heading to Denver. Don't love the to Denver part, but I, uh, Drew Locke's good at home, but I don't think they're good enough to beat the Saints. Saints win.
1: You think Taysom Hill's going to be able to,
0: to win, have another good game? Win two in a row? Absolutely. I, Andrew, I don't know how many times I have to tell you I believe in Taysom Hill for you to believe me. <laughs> I mean, I think the guy's a phenomenal athlete. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he played a great game Sunday.
1: I am going to go Saints. I don't think it's going to be... A blowout though because like you said drew lock is good at home the broncos are a lot better at home than they are on the road but i do uh, saints probably will win it in a close one
0: 49ers have packed it up and gone home i think the rams win that one easy
1: yeah i think so too the rams are on a roll they they really took well it was a close game against tampa bay it seemed like they were in control most of the game um they they beat up on seattle so i don't think the 49ers are going to be Really any challenge to the Rams.
0: And here are one of your two trap games of the week. Uh Kansas City going to Tampa Bay, not on primetime. Not on prime time. So if Kansas City were gonna lose a game again this season, for the my for the I don't know what the rest of their schedule says, but this this looks like one that they could just accidentally go, oops, but I can't pick against Kansas City. Uh, so I do believe Patty Mahomes shows Tom Brady who the boss is.
1: Yeah, I think, and i, th- I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a little bit extra motivation because he's still upset that Brady beat him in the AFC Championship game a couple years ago. So it's it's I think the Chiefs will handle it, and that drops the Bucks to seven and five if if that goes to plan.
0: Uh Chicago Bears are going Green Bay. Listen, <laughs> there's just no way in hell. I mean, it, every dollar you have, all of the dollars. All of the dollars. Green Bay. Okay. uh, Aaron Rodgers has the Bears coming to down, coming to town after a loss. Stop me if you've heard this one before. I really don't know if you have. I don't know. Has Aaron Rodgers ever lost to the Bears?
1: I, I'm sure he I, yes. I don't know. Maybe not. How, do you know what the spread of that game is? I can let you know. Because I, I mean... Aaron Rodgers is going to be very upset. I think he's going to want to get uh, Marquez Valdez scantling the ball quite a bit, because if you haven't heard that was, that was the wide receiver for the Packers that fumbled, that fumbled the ball in overtime. He was getting death threats on social media this week, which if you're giving death threats to an NFL player, because he made a mistake in a football game, reprioritize your life. Yeah. Pieces of shit. Maybe you should go, uh, Jump off of a, jump off your own roof or something. That's that's just terrible. Don't do that. No. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's going to try to get him the ball. Aaron Rodgers uh, was on Pat McAfee's show again this week and and was talking about it. So it's it's going to be. I think it's going to be Packers by quite a bit.
0: Yeah. uh, Let me see. The spread is NFL. Packers are favored by eight and a half.
1: I would say the take I would the Packers. Probably, be, I'd probably take the Packers. I think it's going to be at least 10.
0: Yeah. Packers minus eight and a half. and a half's easy. Um, I, maybe I'll just bet the $25. I just got back from the, apparently the promotion for either the Ravens or the Steelers to score a touchdown got refunded. They voided oh, it no. because the game was postponed. So that's irritating as hell. Uh, very, very angry by that. <laughs> Um very Monday upset. night pick. Monday night, sorry. Let's move it along. Seattle Seahawks. Another trap game.
1: Philadelphia Eagles. Another trap game. Uh, Seattle. Watch Carson Wentz come out and have a huge game. Just and absolutely, absolutely dominate.
0: I, I swear to God, I just saw on TV today while I was eating lunch. Do you think the Eagles should bench Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts?
1: <laughs> Relax. Please do. Go ahead. Please. Let him go. Please trade Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. I'd love that.
0: I'll get who what would you be willing to give up for Carson Wentz?
1: Hmm. It's tough because his contract is so so big.
0: Yeah. The
1: I'd Eagles give up were, uh I'd give him Phillip Rivers
0: for sure. I'd for <laughs> okay, sure that, give if that's <laughs> not happening.
1: So I don't know. Uh, they, the Eagles will definitely ask a first round pick. I think that'd be, if it's only a first round pick, then yes, Uh, I would try to squeal, just getting a second, but I don't think that would be the case. It'd be, it'd be a very high price to get Carson Wentz out of Philadelphia. I think the Seahawks score
0: over 40 points.
1: I think they went up. I'm doing 31, 17, 42, 26.
0: Wow. Submit. It's
1: a very high-scoring game.
0: Yep, fuck it. Hammer the over. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> why not? Um, I got $25 that I was supposed to ha- not have that suddenly I do. All right. uh, That's it for the picks this week. Uh, I closed the notes. I assume we're moving it along to my we segment.
1: Were, we'll do. We got a couple entries to go over, but we okay. were only different on one game this week. Just one. And it's the first one. <laughs>
0: so we'll know who won this weekend by the by 4 o'clock on Thursday. <laughs> I think we'll release this episode tonight. I think we'll put Let's it out it. there. We'll release it right away. It's early. so um, Injuries around the league. Chargers running back. Austin Eckler to return from IR after a severe hamstring injury. That could help them a lot. Still not enough to beat the Bills. Might have changed my pick. It didn't. Jaguars defensive end, Josh Allen knee, headed to IR. Jaguars just keep getting worse and worse, um, and somehow we still lost to them.
1: Yeah, Josh Allen's one of the easily one of the best young pass rushers in the game, so I, I don't know if it's going to be all year that he's out, but he, at least, he's at least missing three weeks and probably longer.
0: All right. So let's move it along to Bad Beats with me, Brandon. All right. So uh this one does not matter to any of you because by the time you listen to it, it's too late. But I'll share it with you anyway. College football started today, and I wanted to get in on the fun. Little twenty percent profit basketball. boost. College basketball started today. Wanted to get it in on the fun. a uh, little profit boost, twenty percent for parlay. I did Michigan State money line. Purdue minus nine and a half. Louisville minus twenty one. My friend swore by it. Um they're like twenty out of twenty one of their last twenty. 21 conference games or something wow. uh, so and I think it was uh I don't know something with the coach they, they, they my buddy just assumes Louis Evansville is gonna get it eaten alive North Carolina minus 17 why not Purdue Fort Wayne money line let's get to, let's get to Don's in there um go in Doms. Indiana I you know what Tyler said go minus 21 when I looked it was minus 23 and a half so what did I do I took it so I love I love the first couple weeks of college or first couple games of college basketball when teams play really shitty uh, like good teams play shitty teams and the spreads are wet, wild I love that a lot <laughs> hammered those all right let's go with the big parlay this week ten pick New York Giants money line minus two sixty five Miami Dolphins minus two eighty six Seahawks minus two forty Bills minus two thirty five Saints minus sixty five two sixty five Cleveland Browns minus two seventy eight Green Bay Packers minus 400. Las Vegas Raiders minus 155. LA Rams minus 335. Kansas City Chiefs minus 186. All for a grand total of plus $2,831. $10 bet win you $293. Um, I have a very small now because of the Ravens and Steelers bullshit. Little turkey day parlay for you $20 for the Cowboys and the Lions. Straight up will win you $81. Um, Quick. Oh, I got a 12-pick, $5 for $1,191 Cowboys, Lions, Giants, Dolphins, Seahawks, Bills, Browns, Packers, Raiders, Panthers, Rams, and Chiefs, whoo, plus $23,749, and a big ol', big ol' get-me-out-of-this-slump bet, Um, amount undisclosed, I've got a two-pick parlay, the Packers and the Rams to win, straight up.
1: Yeah, I've been in a slump myself. Slump buster.
0: My buddy at work was a very bad influence. <laughs> he was trying to convince me to put an ungodly amount of money on it. And just he really laid into me and I did it. Not not as much as he was originally telling so, me. Because he's in a slump a, a, as well.
1: I had a parlay last weekend for college football. It was IU to cover, which they did against Ohio State. And it was BYU to their game to hit the over which they practically did by themselves. And then all we had to do was have Wisconsin Wisconsin win, and they did not. So I need I need a slump buster myself. My bets have been terrible.
0: Same buddy just texted me at five and said, in case you weren't aware, Louisville up 20 at the half. That's more than 11. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh,
1: we're on a roll there. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. What's up? The leading vote getter for the Pro Bowl right now at the kicker position. Mr. Hot, Hot Rod. Rod. No way. As just of right now, it's Mr. Hot NFL. Rod. What's that?
0: Just in the AFC or in the NFL.
1: Uh let's see. It is in just the AFC Respect because specs. In, in the NFC, young hoku has seventy five thousand votes. And right now, Rodrigo has 44,000. By the way, AMC Special Teams Player of the Week, Rodrigo Blankenship. Oh, yeah. Round of applause for the hot rod.
0: There's a school bell for being a rookie. Uh, now let's applause. <laughs> you know what I just did, Andrew? What'd you do?
1: Hey, and also, don't be the guy that takes the shit in the poor I potties. Take shit in the poor. <laughs> All right? I, I...
0: You certainly did. All right, that's it. Happy Thanksgiving. We're glad you listened to us. Uh, we're thankful, some would say. Um, <laughs> you guys are really riding or dying with us. Um, I guess we'll be back Sunday. unless What if the game gets flexed, Andrew?
1: You're going to have the a shitty Monday. You're
0: going to have a shitty Monday if the game got flexed.
1: If it got, like, to postponed?
0: No, like flexed a Sunday night.
1: No, it won't. Who's playing they Sunday would- night? packers and nobody gives a shit about that game packers and the bears both have a rabid fan base and plus if it was supposed to get flexed it would have been flexed a few days ago so yeah i guess
0: all right go follow us andrew already spelled everything and we only spell it once on this show um but until sunday go colts go
1: colts peace i fucking love football and i love you guys (laughs) Here comes the. Here comes the. Here comes the. y'all don't really want it comes Here comes the. Here oh, no. Here comes the. Here oh. Here comes comes Here comes the. Here really comes like, oh, 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 Here comes the. No. Oh, oh, here comes Here the. It now. It I said so, I it the.